everyone. Welcome back to the She's Fearless podcast. I am your host, Erica Lipscomb. I pray that everyone is having an awesome, awesome day. Um, today was a little, little crazy for me. I, I found out that um, a few of my coworkers and my boss um, tested positive for COVID. And so because I was around them, um, me and a couple other of uh, my coworkers had to get tested. And thank God that we tested negative. But it's just, it, it, it was just a crazy day. Um, you know, it's, this whole COVID thing is, it's a lot to handle. Um, you know, it's, it's been almost, it's been over a year and a half of this COVID thing. And I know that we all, we're all ready to, for it to end and, and get back to a somewhat of a normal life. Um, but my prayers go out to anyone who is sick with COVID right now or has a loved one um, that's sick with COVID or has lost a loved one due to COVID. Um, my prayers go out um, to you and I pray for a speedy recovery. I pray for comfort and I pray for um, strength during this time. Um, today on this podcast, I want to talk to you about what do you do when God does not answer your prayers in the way that you want him, wanted him to. Now, we all have prayed and asked God to do this and asked God to, to do that. And we desired, you know, and wanted certain things to happen or did or, or pray that he would stop something from, from happening. Um, and, and it didn't happen. What do you do? So, so this is what I want to talk to you guys about. No matter how much you prayed or read your Bible or, or studied or how much you fasted, you know, he still didn't answer your prayers in the way that you wanted him to do. I'm sure we all experience that in, in our life in some form or fashion. So what do you do? Do you get mad at God? Do you stop praying? Do you stop reading your word? Do you stop going to church? What do you do when he doesn't answer your prayers in a way you were expecting him to do it? I remember my mom telling me about when she wanted to get remarried some years after um, after my dad died. She was at a point where she was ready to move on. And when my dad died, she had a very, very difficult time after he died. She almost had a mental breakdown. She was suicidal. So... So once God got her past that, she was ready to get back in the game, as you say, um, and to start dating. And she really wanted to get remarried again. She missed being a wife. She missed having, you know, a husband and, and just being married. Um, so she prayed and asked God to bless her with a, a husband again. And so she said that when she prayed and asked God to bless her with a husband, she said God told her no. 
And so, of course, she was not happy with his answer because she wanted to get married. And so, of course, as as any Christian does, she starts speaking God's word back to him. And she said, well, well, in Psalms 37 verse 4, it says, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, she spoke God's, God's word back to him. And she said that the Lord told her, but that's not my desire for you. She wanted to get remarried, but God's desire was not what she was desiring. Well, that pretty much set her off. And she she said after that, after God told her no, she she basically said that she stopped praying. She wasn't praying. She wasn't reading her work. And she was angry. She was angry because God told her no. Because she wanted to get remarried. And that was not his desire for her. Eventually, she come to realize what that verse truly means. And that verse means that God will give you what he wants you to desire. So to make a long story short, she she's upset, but eventually her anger subsides and she starts desiring the very thing that God wanted her to desire. And I know, I know we've all have felt that way, how my mom felt. I'm sure we all have, in some form or fashion, reacted like that. But we, but we, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's hard when somebody tells you no. You know, especially when you desire when you desire something, you want something, and when somebody tells you no, it is upsetting. And we don't like God's answer, so we get mad and, and we start pulling away from him when he tells us no, no, that's not my desire. Or if you're praying um, for something not to happen and he allows it to happen, you get upset, you get mad, and you start pulling away from him because you didn't like his answer. You didn't like how he handled it. You felt like he should have handled it in the way that you wanted him. It's like when you are you were a parent, and as a parent, you give your child, you don't give your child like everything that they want. And if you did, you know, I feel like you're just pretty much, um, I don't know if I should say spoiling them, but in in the long run, you're, you're making it worse for them. And it's like when you, as a parent, give your child what they want, so they, if you don't give them what they want, they get mad and they have a tantrum. And that's and that is what we sometimes do. We get mad at God. We throw a fit. 
we get it and we stop talking to him. We stop communicating with him. We stop going to church. We stop praying. We stop reading our Bible because we're upset. And that is what the devil wants. He wants you to act like that. He wants you to get mad at God. He wants you to pull yourself away from him. Because the devil is is no good. The, the devil wants you to think that God doesn't love you, that he doesn't care about your situation, and that he's a mean God. And that's just like with, with kids. When you say no to your child, then they'll say, oh, you're mean. And they have their fit, and they scream, and they holler, and they throw a tantrum because you said no to them. You didn't give them what they what what they wanted. And so that's how we can be. We can be just like a child. In First Peter um, chapter five, verse seven, it says, Cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Satan doesn't want you to believe that truth of what the Lord of what the word says. He wants you to believe the lies he speaks to us. In John 10, 10, it says, the enemy comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan's job isn't to give you life, to help you live in abundance. That's what God does. The enemy wants you to, the enemy wants to destroy every truth that God has told you to keep you in darkness to keep you angry, to keep you confused, and everything else opposite of God's word. In uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 12, verses 7 through 8, Paul talks about how he was tormented with this thorn in his flesh. And he prayed three times for God to remove it. And it didn't happen. We don't know what, what was the thorn in Paul's flesh. It, he doesn't say what exactly it was. Um, but whatever it, it was, this thorn was a hindrance to his his ministry. And he prayed for, for its re- removal, but God refused. Even though Paul didn't get what he prayed for, but in turn, he got something far greater. He received greater grace from God, a stronger character, humility, and ability to empathize with others. And in addition to that, it benefited those around him as as they saw God at work in his life. I I know I've had situations in my life that I was praying for God to heal my mom um back in 2009 my mom was diagnosed with um cancer and when we found out it was she was already i think at stage 4 or stage 5 and so um the doctor pretty much gave her 2 weeks to live um, but she didn't even live the full two, two weeks. She she lived like one week, and then that was it. She she um she died, and so I was praying for God to heal my mom. 
But of course, he he decided otherwise. I wanted him to heal her, and I wanted him to heal her, and I wanted her to be able to, um, I wanted her to be able to like testify and 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 say how good God is, and 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 how you know he healed her of of cancer. Um, but of course, it it didn't work out that way. Um. So he decided that it was time for her to be with him. She accomplished everything that he wanted her to accomplish here on earth. And I remember having um, a dream um, sometime after she passed away. And in this dream, I was sitting at this table. I was, it was in this house and there was tons of, of people there. And I was sitting um, at this table in a dining room and there was like tons of people sitting and standing all over the house. Everybody was talking and um, and I was sitting at the table and on my right was my mom and she was sitting there holding my hand and I was sitting there just, just crying in the dream. And she looks at me and says, don't be mad at God. And I immediately woke. I woke up. And so, um, you know, in in real life, like I I realized that I I was upset with God because I've I felt like God, like I feel like you already Lord, you already took my dad. You took my dad at a young age. My dad was like thirty nine when he passed. We were young. My mom was young. I said, I said, you already took my dad. Both my grandmothers were gone. And now you're taking my mom, taking my mom. Like I was feeling like, why, why would you take her? Like, you know, she's the only parent that I have left. Why couldn't you heal her? And so I was upset with him because I, I wanted her to to pull through. I wanted her to live. I wanted her, like I said, I wanted her to give her testimony to say, God healed me. And I was upset because I knew she would never see me get married or see me give birth to her grandchildren, which really I... God um, never blessed me with, you know, um, with children, even though I prayed um, for God to bless me with children. That's another thing that, that I would, you know, that I, I got upset about. Like, I was upset, like, God, here I am. I waited until I got married. I didn't have sex out of wedlock. I was, you know, I saved myself to marriage. And I can't even get pregnant. I mean, that's a whole nother story. But, but, but I was upset. And I I knew that she wouldn't be here for any more of our birthdays, me and my siblings, my brother's birthdays, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. Christmas was her favorite holiday. She loved Christmas. And so I, I knew that she wasn't going to be here for that or, or anything else special. Um, even though God never healed my mom, um, 
and I, I, I do feel like because of the death of my mom, um, I matured, I grew stronger, I accomplished certain things that I probably would not have done if she was still here, like doing this podcast. I, podcast, I really feel like I wouldn't have started this podcast if my mom was here. So just like my mom, God's, you know, just like with my mom, God, um, God's, God knows what, how he wanted to bless her or, or bless me. Um, and so, and so because of that, like, I, I feel like, uh, when I think back about my mom, I think back to what if my um what if the Lord would have blessed her with a husband? What if he would have gave her her desire? And I don't think I've 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 ever told you guys, but my mom eventually um she eventually started like a women's ministry. She started a ministry for single mothers because she was she was a single mother, and she had her own radio um, program all the way up until uh, the day she she passed. So if if God would have blessed her and gave her the desires of her heart, what she actually really wanted, then she would have never have been a blessing to all the single mothers. Um for her to minister to them, to encourage them. She would have never started this, um, her, her, uh, radio program. And in turn, people would have not been, have been blessed by, by that. And so we think when God says no, when God does not give us, uh, um, what we desire, we immediately get upset. But God knows the future. God sees far in advance, far in the future of what we don't see. So my question for you is, what is your thorn in your flesh? What is it that if you prayed for or are praying for God to remove and he didn't do it? Are you mad at God? Do you feel like he doesn't care? Do you feel disappointed? Have you fasted, prayed, laid before God, quoted his word back to him, and he still didn't answer your prayer and how you wanted him to? What was your response? You know, it's, I I feel like, you know, I feel like it's okay to be upset. It's okay um, God is a big God. He can handle it. He can handle all of our emotions. And if you are upset, let him know. Tell him, tell him, God, you know, I, I know you know what's best. I know that you are in control. I know that you have a plan for my life. But I'm upset. I'm upset because... You didn't heal my loved one. I'm upset that 
you didn't restore my marriage or, you know, or whatever that you're struggling with. All you need to do is cast all your cares on him because he really does care. In spite of what the enemy is saying to you, he loves you, he cares for you, and he does have a plan for your life. And sometimes the very thing that we pray for, maybe, you know, we feel like that is our, our desire, but maybe it's not God's desire. What you are praying for, pray for, may not be bad, as bad as like what Paul had to go through. But whatever it is, God is using it for his glory. God is not going to give you everything you pray for. I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to, I don't want to, you know, lie to you and make you think that God is going to give you everything that you desire. Um, you know, that's just, don't want to, I mean, I hate to bust your bubble, but just imagine knowing a parent who gives their child everything that they want. Whatever the child wants, they give that child everything. Now, now the child is going to be happy that he or she got what, what they wanted. But in all actuality, it's doing them more harm than good. Just know when God says no... Or if he doesn't answer your prayers in the way you wanted him to, just know that it's for your good. And the good of others. And through that can come so many beautiful things that God has in store for you. Just trust him. There might be some ministries you know, a ministry that God is preparing preparing you for. You know, maybe it's a business. Maybe, you know, what that that no is something when we think of like we get mad at closed doors, but you don't know what was behind that closed door. So just trust God and to know that God has everything under control. And even though he may tell you no, even though he may not restore your marriage, and I know you're probably praying, God, restore my marriage. You're, well, you restore so-and-so's marriage. You put them back together. And now their marriage is even better than ever. But just know that God loves you and there is something greater. I know it hurts. I, I know you're upset. I know you're angry, but trust him. I dare you to trust him and to know that everything God does is for your good. Well, I thank you for tuning in to She's for this podcast. I hope you are blessed. And I hope that this encouraged you to trust God. 
and I pray, yeah, it's it's okay to be upset. But just know, God has your back. God loves you and do not believe the lies of the enemy. The devil doesn't want you to believe anything that God says to you. He wants you to think that God is a liar, that God is not good on his promises, that God is a mean, mean God, but God is a good, good God. He's faithful. He's loving. He's kind. He's gentle. And he wants the best for you. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to live in abundance. So trust him and believe him. Don't walk away from him. Don't turn your back on him. He's there for you. And I pray that you are blessed. And I pray that you will have a wonderful day or 